Paul Quo joined this special edition of Girlfriend at Radio. Not only is Paul one of the supporting lead actors of the feature film franchise God's Not Dead and God's Not Dead 2, which releases April 1st, he is also a singer, musician, entrepreneur, and beyond. Paul is also known for his work on Thor, The Dark World, and Pacific Rim, and 2012, as well as other TV hit series. Paul plays his signature role in Martin Yip in this sequel to the $60 million blockbuster hit, God's Not Dead. Well, Paul, welcome to Girlfriend at Radio. And we just have to jump right in. How did you get the role in God's Not Dead? What? I did? I actually booked a role in a movie <laughs> that had lines? <laughs> um, and then I was like, yeah, and you're flying out this weekend to Louisiana for three weeks to shoot this movie. I'm like, what? So I had to drop everything in my life and go out there and film this movie. Imagine and it was so that. worth it. You actually had to go audition. When people ask you, how did you get the role? It's like, oh, I auditioned? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I auditioned, yep. <laughs> and, of course, that was your dream job to have to, like, get on a plane and go to Louisiana, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was one of the most amazing experiences of my life. It was just really fast. That's why I had... And it was at a time in my life where I was like, I wasn't quite ready to go out for three weeks because I literally just opened a business like two months before that. So wow. within the first two months of opening a business, I had to leave for three weeks. That was kind of crazy, but you know, it all worked out and it was all great. And I'm, you know, I'm here and it's, now we're in the second one and I'm excited about the whole thing. Well, did you ever have any idea that when you were like, you know, like, I have to drop life. I just started this business. I, you know, is this, is this a great trade-off? Am I making a great decision? Did you have any idea that this was going to become a blockbuster and that, you know, here we are, you know, in 2016 with a sequel? No, I had no idea when that happened. Like, I, all I know is I'm going to shoot this small project because it was, it was a small project. That's all I knew it was. It wasn't, there was no big name, um, you know, uh, it's not a, a big studio making this at that time. Pure Flix wasn't a huge uh, industry studio. I mean, it's a big Christian studio, but it wasn't, you know, Sony or, you know, any of those Warner Brothers films. It was, so I had no idea. I mean, there were a couple of uh, named actors. There were Kevin Sorbo and there were Shane Harper, but they, you know, it's just, I had no idea it would turn out into this enormous franchise. It, nobody expected it. I don't even think anyone at Pure Flix thought that in the beginning because they weren't expecting it to even be in 700 something theaters when it came out. Wow. Well, you have to admit you had to be pretty excited to be with Hercules. That's a big deal. Oh yeah, that I was. I told all my friends, I'm like, I'm in a movie with Hercules and Superman. <laughs> what more can you ask for? <laughs> so I was like, yeah, that, that was exciting. They all asked, did you meet him? Did you meet him? And I'm like, yeah, I did get a chance to meet Hercules. I didn't get a chance to meet Dean Cain because um, I didn't have any scenes with him, but I had lots of scenes with Hercules. So I was like, yep, I was there. He's awesome. I loved it. <laughs> that, that's awesome. You've been, now you've been with Thor, Hercules, Superman. I think you need to be playing a, a pretty big superhero in your next film. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to it. I'm like, yeah, somebody put me in a superhero film. I can use that. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, you've been playing these roles and in, in, in the movies here. How has that influenced or impacted your own personal faith? Well, I mean, it's uh, being a part of this God's Not Death franchise really make, made me like, think about, well, what does that make me now? Like, how does that, what kind of a position does that put me? Because people do look at me now. People are interested, are paying attention to my life and paying attention to what I'm saying. And I, I want to, you know, really think deeper into what I have to offer and, you know, really understanding my own personal understanding and my journey, faith journey with God. And I think that's one of the biggest things that I got out of this to kind of, you know, reinvigorated some of the, uh, the life that I have with, uh, with, with God and in my own uh, understanding of Christianity. And it's been a very wonderful journey, and I'm very happy about where I am right now. And, you know, I'm and able to share this love of God and love of Christ with everyone, with the world, and that's just really special to me. Well, it's really, that's really a cool thing when, um, you know, not only was it just a role that you played professionally, but when it impacts you personally, it, it just, it makes it that much more significant, even as you're talking about the film to other people, because you've had a personal encounter with it, and it has, you know, changed you in a personal way. Well, okay, we want to ask you, is there a particular scene, um, either in the first, the first movie, or this one that's coming out, and hopefully this one coming out to kind of give us a teaser, that has resonated with you that really stuck with you you're like wow that was a kind of a significant powerful scene yeah there's definitely a scene in this second one i mean there were lots of little scenes throughout but the one that really stuck to me is the second one um in fact it was just even the fact that the scene was in the movie kind of it was a little miracle for me because um when i first saw the uh, script i saw that oh the writers wrote me in and had me playing the piano um, and I was like, did they check me out? Because I'm actually a classically trained pianist. And mm -hmm. I, had a, I had been a bachelor in, like, in piano performance from USC. Go Trojans! Uh, <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, but I was like, but the writers actually never looked it up. They didn't know I could play the piano when they wrote it in. It was just something that they got inspired to do. And it worked out because I, I can play and I, and I actually sing in here and uh, sing a little bit of Near My God to the Sea. Uh, and it was just a wonderful experience because it really, because in that scene, I, oh, uh, in the scene that uh, comes right after that, I uh, get a chance to kind of, sh it's that character going through his arc in that moment through music, through hymns. And I think that speaks to a lot of people because I think music is such an intricate, like such an important part of Christianity. Like I think without music, we would be a very different religion. And I think music is such an important part of our lives today and then a lot of it comes from our christian heritage and our christian roots because of all the hymns that we've sung when we were kids and i feel like that is so important for us and i'm i'm so happy that the writers and the director put music as a part of the story mm. as a part of that change and that process of connecting to god mm. and i mean to me it's, it speaks to me so powerfully because i love to sing and i love to play piano i love to make music and it's a huge part of me. Mm, I couldn't agree with you more. I, music is so much a part of just our faith, and it speaks so it speaks volumes. I, I grew up in a world where my dad he was a worship leader, and so our, our home always had music. So it, that so resonates with me. 
How old were you, Paul, when you realized, I, I want to go into this acting career? Because Lisa and I have had um, several you know, movie stars on our, our show. And one of our favorite, actually, uh, not a movie star, but a director, Michael Landon Jr., we, we love him. And he just, it always resonated him, obviously, with his dad being Michael Landon um, in going that direction. And yet so many times other Christians kind of slam the fact that you're even going into Hollywood rather than going into the darkness and letting your light shine. Like you said, just even penetrating it with music. So was this something that you dreamed about when you were younger or did it just kind of fall in your lap? It was kind of a little bit of both. I mean, I think like every kid, you know, I've had that little dream of, oh, wouldn't it be so awesome if I was an actor and a musician and I sang and all that stuff. But, you know, when I was like eight years old. But, uh, but of course, that never resonated. That was like, you know, just a pipe dream at that time. I never thought I would ever be in this. But then, you know, one thing led to another. I kind of, uh, in high school, I got into acting and I joined the drama department in my high school, mainly because I didn't enjoy my, I finally got fed up with my, my, my French and English teacher and I wanted to get out of some of those classes. And so I was like, well, this worked in my schedule. And that's how I ended up being an actor. Um, yeah. So don't tell my high school French teacher that, um, but yeah, but I mean, that just kind of started the whole thing. And then, but the thing is, I never thought I wanted to live the life of an actor because it was so hard. And like all the stories I've heard were so all over the place. But somehow, you know, after college, my life was still kind of like, you know, I don't know what I'm doing. I, I don't know. And my life, I was kind of at a loss. And then it's just, well, you know what? I'm already living in the Los Angeles area, so I may as well. You know, people spend thousands of dollars to move here in hopes to do this. So I'm like, I'm already here, so <laughs> let's give it a try. Let's find an agent. I literally woke up one day and said, I'm going to get an agent today. <laughs> so I was like, that's how it started. That's awesome. I love how you just you just make things happen, and, and it's like how does life life just kind of evolves sometimes. You know, you just got to be ready. Like you said, when you got this role, it's like, okay, we need you to move right away for three weeks, interrupt your life. And so many times we're not ready to let our have our lives be interrupted, and we don't know that on the other side of that interruption could be something so significant that could change the course of our life. So. You know, that's, that's, it's fun to hear those stories and hear other people tell their stories of when they said yes, you know, how to have a big yes. Well, we just have a couple minutes and can we have to wrap up because you have to be, you're doing kind of the circuit and, and getting out there. Um, we want to ask you, why were you personally drawn to doing God's Not Dead to doing the sequel? And what is it that you want our listeners to know about this film? Because a lot of times we hear the word a Christian film and we automatically go to that place of, not done with excellence, or maybe even a little cheesy, that work could come out. But what is it? Because that has not been the case. This has not been done with that. This has been done with excellence. What do you want our listeners to know about this film? Yeah, so, you know, I really was drawn to it because I love the director. I think he was amazing with the first one. And like you said, because he really worked hard to make this not cheesy for us. And, and the, uh, all the actors in the first one, we were really adamant about not making this a cheesy Christian movie like every other Christian movie that we've seen, a lot of them that we've seen out there. So that was a big thing for all the actors uh, and actresses that were on the first one. And, uh, and because the director is such a wonderful director with actors, and I felt like, you know what, I want to work with him again. And I, I have faith with this second one, too. And then so when I saw the script and... And the storyline, and then one thing, you know, one thing after another, I was like, you know what, this is great. And also just, 
the other part of it is just that I've heard so many wonderful inspirational stories from the first one from all these people from on Twitter that I felt like, you know what? I want to still be a part of this. I want to still be a part of ins- uh, the inspiration for a lot of people's uh, lives uh, and that needs this kind of inspiration, needs this kind of boost of faith, needs this this little light to help, you know, lift them up uh, out of whatever darkness that they're in. And I want to be a part of that. And I just can't pass on this kind of a opportunity to be a part of people's lives. I always so appreciate when I walk out of a movie theater and I'm, it, the movie has challenged me or caused me to think beyond my, you know, my, my movie theater experience where I'm, I'm leaving and even thinking about the movie like the next day or in two days. And I think that's what this series does. It causes you to think and reflect back, um, even if it's a song or if it's a scene or just the, the message of the movie to go, wow, I'm still thinking about that. And what do I feel about that? And that's when I know that the movie has is hit the mark and that's what the the first one god's not dead and so we anticipate that with god's not dead too and we just really want to encourage our listeners and paul we just so appreciate you and you you're just delightful and just the energy and just the fun and what you're bringing to just even the the environment of hollywood but just as an actor we just um we're just with you and and just wish you much success in in your career um is there anything else you want us to leave with our listeners that you want them to know about you, about this movie, besides running to the theater? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, that's the biggest thing, just run to the theaters. And I think, you know, just to share, share God's love, you know, out of all of this. And, you know, with, I think that's the most important thing. Like, it's not about the film. It's about God. It's about love. It's about sharing our love and and the love that we get from Christ to the world. And I think that's where, you know, if we, if we keep, keep that in mind while we watch the movie, while we, you know, use the movie as a way to kind of open that communication with other people, I think that's the most wonderful thing. And, of course, if you want to talk to me, I always do answer, like, um, you know, on my Twitter. So just follow me on my Twitter account, on, like, at Paul Quo. That's uh, my last name, K-W-O, uh, if you don't know how to spell it. Um, and so if you go there and, you know, you share with me your the inspirational stories that you have and, and, the, and the things that, you know, has happened to your life, you know, let me know. I'd love to hear from, from everyone. So go to my Twitter account or on my Instagram account, either one of those, or my, and also my Facebook one, too. That's all good, too. And, of course, if you want to, you know, try to get some of, uh, some of my music that's coming out next month, then, you know, feel free to go on those websites, too. Well, Again, thank you for taking the time today and your crazy schedule to join our show and to, um, you know, just to, to share with us what's going on. And we want to encourage all our listeners to step into your role as a voice, not only for this movie, but to help others realize that God is not dead, but he's fully alive and he's active and how that, just knowing that changes everything. So go see God's Not Dead 2 this weekend, run to the theater, grab a bag, a bag of popcorn and, and just enjoy it and get the conversation going. Thanks for joining the special edition of Girlfriend at Radio. And thank you, Paul Quo, for uh, just joining and making this such a great experience. Have a great day. Thank you so much for having me. And this world-